As long as the Irvan family bleeds, I don't care what it costs. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me online at Fifth of Daybreak, and with me I have the Well-Roasted Dusters. Hello, I am Lena. I play Belladar Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Clytus Logan. Uh, let's jump back in. So, when uh, we last left, we were about to get started on the train heist, and I don't want to go back on that, but I do want to throw one fun stipulation in that uh, I thought of since the last time we recorded, in that uh, everybody in the crew is going to have to perform in the circus at some time or other in order to cement their uh, alibi. So, um... Since you all will be dressed up as clowns, I'm going to say that everybody will be in the general clown melee that will happen in the middle of the show. And mm -hmm. then um, everybody will have to figure out some sort of circus-like act to either do themselves or perform in during the rest of the show. I have got an idea. <laughs> okay. Clytus and Finnegan can both put on fake mustaches. And be like the strong man. Yeah, you can definitely do a strong man act for sure. I was I was thinking Clytus would go with his cowboy roots and try and wrangle something. Uh okay. Uh you can definitely do that as well. I was thinking something similar for Clytus. Um Bella, do you have any ideas what you might like to do? <laughs> Bella hears that she has to participate in the circus and she leaves. <laughs> 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 she straight doesn't go. She just leaves. Um, she'd probably, I don't know, like her her shtick would probably more be like riding the audience to make them enjoy the show more. But yeah, she's not like a performance type of gal. She riots their sense of wonder. She's the ringleader. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a performer. Put her in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um. You could probably she could, she like, could be what uh, what Finnegan lifts as part of his strongman act. She just sits there and looks pretty. Yeah. You you both could definitely do a performance together like that. Yeah, I think something like that she'd be down for. Yeah, that works. All right, listeners, uh, once again, you will have to uh, go back in time to take a look at the uh, post that is getting posted in the fan Discord. Come join our Discord. Uh, it will be posted on uh, Jul uh, June 28th is when you're going to be looking at it. But uh, this is the diagram that I have prepared for you guys of the trains. Um... The train on the bottom is the one with the circus that's going to be on it. Um, so you can see there's got it set up. So there's two sets of um, bleachers, um, two types of bleachers, one with a um, little pathway between it towards where your uh, prep train is, 
where like the rest of the performers and everybody's kind of staging. Um, if you want to have another train car beyond that, that's fine as well. Um, but this is the basic idea uh, that I had for the uh, how the layout of this would look with the audience that the uh, Ringling Circus has managed to put together to uh, ride on this train to watch. And here I was looking forward in Discord. I'm like, you didn't post it anywhere, man. What are you well, talking about? Well, yeah, well, I mean, come on. I have the luxury of posting it later. You can see it live. <laughs> uh, but if you insist, uh, I will post it immediately. Alloy error. Spoiler I love that our context. circus train is red. Oh, that was that was a conscious choice. That was a uh, conscious choice, definitely. Love it. Is the the car in front uh the the train engine, or is that just a car? Uh, it's the car where, like, the it's the staging car, so there's going to be, oh, like, okay. equipment moving in and out of there, performers moving in and out, coming out to do their performances. Um, and then you, there can be even a couple more cars, depending on how much space that we want to imagine that the circus needs, or if you guys want your own car to be even one more removed from that to do your action trying to board the other train. Yeah, I was thinking we would have it in the back. Uh, I mean, that works too. It could be that the trains, it doesn't matter to me which direction the train's going. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking the safe is probably in the back or something. So that's where we would, that's where we would have our people doing the swap out stuff. Um, the one thing I will say is it has to be on either side. Like, it's not, you can't say that you're going to have all of your stuff in there because it's got to be accessible from the one that they're coming in and out of. I I don't understand what you what you meant. Um so it can't be that there's a staging card here and a staging card here as well on either side. Um, oh, I see. So you could we could have it so that way the train is moving from right to left. Uh where is my drawing tool? Um that way you guys are in the very back. And then whether or not you want another train car added to the right side. Does that make sense? I think so. I'm thinking maybe then we, if we can have another coach, maybe we'll have our stealing coach in the back, the prep coach in the front, with the idea that we would have performers exit sometimes to the back. Does that make sense? So, well, that's what I'm saying is they, they have to be connected. The the train this um car that has oh. the staging equipment and the car that you're doing your heist from have to be one solid connection. So that way you can make it in between. Gotcha, gotcha. When you gotcha. need to. Okay, then my my vote is to have them in the back. I like the idea of having an extra car so that we can keep the people in the know in the know and the, the performers who are just patsies think it's just a circus. Or at least give them more plausible deniability, if that makes sense. Because I guess we had um, to get the circus people in on it anyway. Uh, yeah, Ringling's he's kind of in on it to a degree with that idea that he's got plausible deniability. None of his people are in it. Um, he can say that he knows nothing about it and that his employers, as part of their stipulation, said they wanted to be in on the act. Um, you know, like he's, he's covered, he knows that there's something, that something's up, 
but he knows not enough to he knows enough to not ask questions. He succeeded where Wittens failed. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. It's because he got to do it all off screen. This is actually better than I than I thought we were doing. I literally thought we were just going to be doing a performance for the train next to us. But uh you you've literally rigged it up so that there are bleachers on the top of these trains. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining that like, you know, these trains don't have walls, um, the red ones. They're just yeah, like yeah. the bare wood and then they've you know, drilled in these bleachers, um, because that was part of their they they brought an audience and this is what they they want to do. They don't want to just perform for no reason. It's the ultimate traveling circus where the audience travels with them. Yeah, no, I love it. It's beautiful. I'm imagining there'd be at least be some safety railing, you know, like waist high around the edges, particularly yeah, to yeah. prevent little children. Um, there would be on the two audience trains, right, but right. there is not in the performer train. I I love this idea even more now. <laughs> We're literally a not just a circus. You know, train. We're a circus on a train. Samuel L. Jackson is shaking in his boots. Right. Oh, we should throw snakes in there. Um. So, for all intents and purposes, um, these are not necessarily in like you know that direction. Uh, this will kind of shift back and forth, which is why we're actually using visuals. Sorry about that, uh, fa uh, crew, uh, fans, but uh, we do need to do visuals sometimes for our players. If you want, I can try and fit that extra boxcar in, or we can just kind of use what we've got going. Yeah, let's say we use what we've got I'll going just like... and just say that, you know, there's another train on the back, or another car. Yeah, I might be able to do it pretty quickly, but yeah. Um, so I have no problems with you guys having another car, having it behind that. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't know uh, unless you guys have anything else to say about it. Um, I want to imagine that can... for like the trapeze acts, instead of even securing the posts down, they just have lurchers holding these poles in place while people are like flying about on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got some fun ideas for the actual show, that's for sure. So, uh, definitely, we can... Anytime anybody wants to jump in while we're describing uh, circus stuff, please. Let's have fun with the Alimantic Circus on a train. <laughs> so excited. Um, and on that note, is there are there any other acts that like you guys would want to see being done here uh, besides the the ones that you're going to be in or do you want me to kind of handle all that end because i've got ideas but i don't want to cut anybody off who might be interested i'd want to do animals but i don't know that we have much room like, there's certainly not room for an elephant i don't think yeah i don't elephant and giraffe like um definitely not something that i think this meant for this circus we could do a lion though what about what about someone being fired from a cannon? <laughs> we can absolutely and do then, that. And then the workers <laughs> pull them back in. <laughs> I love it. That would actually be really good for that to go off while we're doing the heist, because it's so loud. Okay, um, so a general itinerary um, that I had for the show is that towards the beginning... Um, there would be some trapeze, uh, stuff, and so I would let somebody do that in the beginning if they wanted to participate. Um, 
and it would be towards the middle of the show when the general clown melee happened. Um, and then, you know, I was just going to fill basically everything in between, uh, depending on when people wanted to go. Um, Finn and Bella, I would assume that you two would want to go fairly early, so that way um, Finn can start working on the opening the car doors. Mm-hmm. Um, so you two can have yours fairly early on. Um, Clytus, where do you think you'd want yours? I don't know. Let's. I think Clytus would want his to go early, so that way he can free himself up to be a little flexible towards the end if things start to go south. Okay, um, so we could have it set up to where the show starts, um, Ringling introduces the circus, uh, starts off with uh, Bella and Finn uh, performing in um, some of the feats of strength. Um, and, uh, you can tell, or, um, let's go ahead and, if you guys don't mind, do a quick role play of, like, this scene where you're talking to Ringling about you two being in this, uh, feat of strength. Um, so you, he, you know, he, you've been talking to him about the need to be part of, or, you know, the need to be part of the circus in order to have an alibi for it. Um, and he, when he offers the feet of strength, or you offer the feet of strength, he, um, tells you, uh, well, I've got something, uh, kind of unusual that I have planned since we're on a train, and, uh, you know, if you, if you're strong enough to lift this young lady, and, uh, she's willing to, uh, go through a little bit of a kerfuffle, then I think I got something that's right up your alley. Well, Bella, are you ready for a bit of a kerfuffle? What kind of kerfuffle are we talking about? Uh, give, give me a charm roll, Bella. Um, add plus one for being a skillful manipulator. Oh my god, what are my stats? Hello? Um. Okay, uh, that was fives and two nudges. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I don't want you to sound alarmed about this at all, but it's, it's really perfectly safe. What we're going to do is we're going to put an iron vest on you underneath your clothes, and then he's going to throw you off the train, and our alamancers are going to pull you back on. <laughs> Darling, the fact that you started that yeah. off with it's really quite safe doesn't give me a lot of uh, faith in what you're doing. But do you know how many times I've wanted to throw you off of something and you be safe? I smack him upside the head. <laughs> I mean, I've never had any ill intent towards you, but sometimes I've just wanted to toss you. Oh, come on, Bella. I think, uh, I think you should give it your best shot. <laughs> Be a team player. Break a leg, it as they say. It sounds to me like Clytus also wants to throw me off a train. <sighs> oh, no, I'm, I'm fine with letting Finn do that. Oh, no, he's going to tame the lion. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'll do it. Perfect. So, uh, you'll get thrown off the train, you'll tame the lion, everything's good to go. Sounds good to me. Um, and so we will then flash cut back to the present day, where, uh, Ringling has just stepped out onto the center platform there, um, walking through the ring. Uh, he is being surrounded by uh, a couple of people bearing colorful flags that are flapping in the wind that the train is trailing behind them. 
Um, and uh, much fanfare, carpet is being rolled out as they get to the front of the train car, in front of the bleachers. A couple of acrobats split off and start uh, doing cartwheels and then jumping onto the other train. Uh, meanwhile, from the top of the performance train, uh, a couple of uh, steel pushers uh, start to, or coin shots start to jump off of the train, um, doing various somersaults and acrobatics over the top of the crowd, uh, and just generally really ramping everybody up, um, as Ringling gets to the center of the train car. And, uh, finally, after a couple more, uh, performances with, uh, some of the acrobats and gymnasts tumbling over to the far side of the train, so that way there are cast members spread throughout, um, Ringling steps up, on top of the train and uh, tries his best to shout against the noise. Welcome to Ringling's Fantastic Circus and Alimantic Feats, the world's first circus to be performed on a train! And um, there's some general applause. Uh, you can tell that there's some people who just can't hear him because of all of the noise. But um, the crowd seems very excited uh, from what you can tell from inside of the train car. You don't have the best view. Uh, but everybody seems to be very excited, very uh, happy to be experiencing the ridiculous concept that is the circus on a train. And um, Ringling then introduces Bella and Finn um, and the rest of the crew as the first act. And some of the gymnasts come over um, towards the uh, center of the train car. And um, a couple of people walk out in front of you, um, bigger, stronger looking guys in like the the leotards with the mustache, like that uh, beach strongman type uh, outfit is exactly what they're wearing as they walk out in front of you. Can can I uh, improvise a little bit? Absolutely. I would also like to lift both of the strong men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, give me a, do you want to give me a physique roll or do you want to spend some dice? I'm spending some dice. Or, I mean, some charges. I'm spending um, some charges. Okay, um, to lift these two guys, I'm going to say that's only 20 charges. Okay. Yeah, so they uh, they step out in front of you, um, and they're giving their best macho, tough guy, slow walk. Um, and you peek out behind them, and just as they get to the front of the uh, first set of bleachers that are split in half, allowing that pathway access, um, you scoop both of them up, one underneath each arm, and raise them both above your head into the air as you continue walking out uh, towards the um, towards the center platform, and. Uh, Zach, what does Finnegan's clown outfit look like? <laughs> so Finnegan's clown outfit, I, I'd imagine it looks really baggy. Um, kind of like his general, his clothing in general. Like he's got suspenders that are that pants that are too big suspenders that look like they're just barely hanging them on on himself and a shirt that looks probably looks like a like a large t-shirt on a child uh with like a with like a silly hat and wig or something along those lines okay perfect perfect i love it um so yeah you come out and you scoop them up um and then behind you uh a stream of uh young women walk out in uh what looks to be like stylized mist cloaks uh, you can tell that it's been stripped of any sort of functionality and is purely an aesthetic thing to be dramatic. Um, and uh, Bella, you have been given a similar outfit 
where it's got um like an iron um I want to say chassis. I don't know if there's a better word for it, but a, a structure um that uh provides like support so that way you can be manipulated by alamancers without it being too harsh on your body um along with this like very sparse mist cloak type outfit where it's got the tassels but those tassels wouldn't really do much good actually distracting or covering your body movements if you were in that sort of position nice um bella and finn go ahead and give me a wits roll That is twos and a nudge for me. Uh, nothing and two nudges. Okay, uh, with twos and a nudge, uh, Finn, you can see the very back of the train um, that you guys are catching up with ahead of you here. Um, and so if we were to say, um, like, about right here, you can see that, and you can see on the very back of the train... There is the Irvine family logo on that train car. Um, do I have, uh, is Clytus somewhere nearby? No, no, you're, you're out, um, on the actual deck. Okay. I was hoping to find some way to signal to somebody that it's the back of the train. Um, so, um, you guys walk out, uh, and you head towards the center platform um where you have been instructed to stand um we'll say up towards the front here um and each of the uh strong men pairs up with uh one of the women one on each of the cars and um there is a couple more uh minutes of tumbling and stuff until ringling raises his hand and that's the your cue to go ahead and pick bella up and do your best to launch her up and out uh, out of the train. Physique roll time? Physique roll time. How many dice are you going to spend to uh, make sure Bella does this safely? Um, <laughs> Zero dice. <laughs> this uh, is where Bella dies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to use all of my dice for it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... That's unwise. Just don't use any of them. Just don't do it. <laughs> Let her die. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'm using all six. I wasn't sure if I was going to use any charges because of how light she is. But uh, for safety's sake, I think I'm going to go ahead and do another two, uh, 20 charges. Perfect. Uh, go ahead and roll eight dice for me. Real, real quick idea here. Uh, could you aim to launch her onto the other train? Uh, not at the point where this train is oh, right okay. now. I think we're too far away from it. I can just barely see it. Oh, okay. I thought I thought he'd mo- adjust it. Just yeet her with all your might. No, I moved it back so that way I didn't lose the things that I was trying to move with gotcha. it. And it didn't quite work. And we've so got fives it's... in a nudge. Okay, yeah. So uh, as soon as Ringling uh, raises his hand, you pick Bella up and get ready to throw her. And um, he drops his hand and can completely synchronous with the other uh, two strong men on each car. You launch Bella into the air. And Bella, you can tell, um, because you have an eye for these things. You know when you're doing better than other people. <laughs> um, you launch farther up and in a higher arc than anybody, any of the other performers on the train. Uh, go ahead and give me another wits roll, and this time add one. All righty. 
Am I doing the wits as well? Uh, no, I think you're too pleased with yourself, knowing Finn. <laughs> that was That's ones. Fair. I'm I'm a little bit distracted by the fact that I'm flying through the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, so you also see that the uh, Irving logo is on the back car there. Um, let's go ahead and roll these Alamancers and, uh, see if anybody dies. <laughs> Can I riot them? Or somebody? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> riot okay. their sense of badassness! Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, if you get, uh, we'll make it a difficulty three, and if you get that, they will get a free nudge, and anything above that, we will adjust accordingly. Okey-doke. Um, fives and a nudge. <laughs> okay, yeah, with fives and a nudge, I think everybody gets a one-die boost. Um, and we'll throw in that extra nudge as well. So this guy is going to re-roll. But don't worry, he was the guy who was uh, not throwing you. Okay, yeah, everybody at least got threes. Um, fives and two nudges was my first roll, and I said my first roll was Bella. So, once again, you know when you are doing better than everybody. Um, you get launched in this high, wide arc as the train uh, passes beneath you, and just as you get behind the audience, um, you see the uh, lurcher uh, who you knew was stationed there to catch you, and you get f go flying back in. Um, would you like to do any flourishes or anything to try and uh, excite the crowd as you come back in, or is Bella just along for the ride? Um, <laughs> I think she's probably just along for the ride. This is not her usual cup of tea, so she's probably just trying not to scream. Oh, and I, I did forget to ask. Um, this Miss Cloak is on top of your uh, other outfit, so uh, what does Bella's clown outfit look like? Um, it's got very, like, Harley Quinn vibes. Ooh, that's like, perfect yeah. for the, uh, for the Miss Cloak, too. Yeah, probably, like, the, the same sort of kind of two-toned cat suit-ish. There might be a, a little skirt over top of it, just for, you know, Edwardian propriety's sake. Um, but otherwise, yeah, that's probably generally what it looks like. Maybe some, um little little symbols like the like as you would find on a deck of cards perfect yeah that's that's really cool um i imagine like similar face paint too then like a yeah. diamond over one eye or something yeah something like that excellent um so yeah uh does bella go out for another toss or does she <laughs> fulfill her contractual obligation and come back in <laughs> she's coming back in she's done <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Um, how about Finn? Is he staying out there to, uh, cause there'll be somebody else out there to continue to get tossed if, uh, if you were going to stay out there for longer? Um, as much fun as Finnegan is having, he's got a job to do and he's got the keys. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, um, you two in the, uh, spot closest to, well, I mean, Bella's already basically made her exit. Uh, but it kind of like goes in a chain where uh, the front performer throws off the uh, the lady that he's been paired with and she gets pulled back in and then caught by the uh, person behind him. And the uh, other two strong men start to move in and continue to do this like sort of pass uh, 
pass thing. Um, so, Zach, why don't you go ahead and give me one more physique roll to try and catch your performer? Oh. Why don't I... It's not Bella, so I'm just going to do a straight six. <laughs> just an NPC. Who cares if they die? <laughs> uh, three's in a nudge. Yeah, with threes and a nudge, um, she comes in and um, you are able to just like put a hand out as she starts to fly in and grab her out. And um, you make your way back towards the uh, staging car with her. Um, the next act to go up is the uh, acrobats and the trapeze artists. And so um, the strong men head back out, this time carrying the trapeze poles. Like, uh, y- like you, you wanted the. Um, Strong guys to hold it, or you said lurchers? The lurchers. I want the poles to just be held in by Alamancy. The A couple of coin shots and lurchers walk out um, carrying these poles, and then they kind of use them to vault around and then like throw them down and balance on top of them as they push the pole into the ground, um, kind of demonstrating the finesse that they've been able to develop where they can smack that pole uh, perpendicular to the ground and then balance on top of it. Um, and they do that for a, a couple of minutes before putting a, um, like attaching the poles together, and then they all step off to the side um, to stabilize it as the uh, trapeze artists come out and finish assembling this trapeze portion um, and begin to perform there. Um, At that point, the uh, trains have kind of caught up um, because you have arranged for the train driver to drive faster to catch up with the train and then try and keep the trains um, parallel. So I will say it's probably looking about here. um, And everybody can give me a wits roll as they're looking at the train. Up real quick. Will I get any bonuses for having worked in the freight harbor, uh, freight area? Uh, you know, I think I will give you a, a nudge bonus for that. Okay. I got fives. I got, I got twos. I got threes, and the nudge you gave me. Okay. Uh, the difficulty was one, two, three, four. Um, and so Clytus can see everything. Um, Bella, you can see up to there. Um, these back three cars are Irvine cars. And then Clytus, you notice that this one up front, uh, has the, uh, symbol for the wild house on it. I don't know what that means. It's been too long. <laughs> My brother. Oh. My stupid brother. Right, right. No, but what are you well, doing? we can steal from him, too, while we're at it. Yes. <laughs> steal from my own family. I mean, we did burn your own family's house down, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't his gift. It was a wedding gift. <laughs> yeah, have a burnt house. Thanks for inviting me to your shitty engagement party. <laughs> you can now be a member of the Roasted Estates. <laughs> <laughs> the well-roasted estates. Oh, yeah. That one was definitely well-roasted. All right. Well, if I get the chance, I'll pass on the information. Um, You do know from the information that you've been able to collect that um, you did not expect this car to be on the train. Okay. Do you think they might be hiding the valuable stuff in that one to throw people off the scent? So are we caught up enough to have people start trying to get across? 
Um, you could try to from there, uh, but it is more dangerous to be seen by somebody jumping across. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, if we as we catch up more, they'll be it'll be easier, right? Yeah, yeah. Toward towards the end of the act, it will get okay, easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that there are, um, and you wanted to go pretty early too, Clytus, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you will probably be up next after the trapeze artists get done. Can we have them also, like, while the trapeze artists are doing their thing, instead of just keeping the poles straight, they'll start to, like, weave them in and out so that the trapeze artists are doing these really complicated patterns as their poles aren't staying stuck to the ground as they're being pushed through the spun through the air. I'd, I'd imagine they go in and out of the over the side of the train with the poles too. Kind of like the pole cats in uh, Mad Max. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Sorry. I, yeah, I the see guys the on the little one. like bendy pole. Yeah, yeah that's that, the, like, that's they're the like basically vaulting onto uh, yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, I think that as the act goes on, it starts to get more complex. Um, the, the poles at first start to bend one way, and so it's at a slant, and then they bend the other way, and then at one point, um, as the trapeze artist is in the air, the, uh, people who are manipulating the poles switch places, like send one pole to the other side, and so that it's, they're landing on the same pole that they just launched from. Um, and let me do some rolls for these Alamancers to see how fancy they can be. Uh, because then you might also get the added distraction of, you know, you can try and get over there because they're doing such a great job. Okay, you don't all have to roll fives. <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, to the point uh, where, yeah, the, the poles then move off of the train and they're doing the same performance uh, directly parallel to the train over the uh, landscape that's running by. And then at uh, one point, it lifts up into the air, and so they're performing above the train. And um, towards the end of the act, they are holding this um, trapeze in place on top of the other train car. Um, uh, so it's just, uh, they have, they have really gone wild with this premise and have been practicing since you told them about it. And so this trapeze, uh, set is just moving all over and spinning and doing all of these insane things while these trapeze artists are still performing on them. Nice. Um, I just had an idea for the end of the clown melee to, to help okay. give us more cover for being over there. Could we send, like, all of our clowns to the neighboring train with, like, business cards, you know, leaflets for the circus, and then just spread them all over? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's uh, a really fun element. We can definitely incorporate that in. And then we can also um, use that so as cover to try and, like, get in position. So with the, with the acrobats doing as well as they are, um... I think Finnegan would look for an opportunity to get to that first that first train car. Yeah, uh, you definitely have the opportunity and the uh, spectacle to uh, hide you while you're making this attempt. Um, you also have the Alamancers that you um, hired. So, like, if you wanted to try and get the coin shots to, like, try and make their way onto the train early, too, or something, 
um, that is something that you guys could do as well. Do we have coin shots? Oh, we do. We have one. Uh, one coin shot, one lurcher, and two pewter arms. And one smoker. Um, so, Finn, you kind of slide open the uh, side door in the staging car. Um, uh-huh. And you can see the very back of the train here from where the door is. Um, I will go ahead and say that the door is, like, here in the car. Um, and so it's about in the same place in the center of the other car. And so you could jump over and grab on and try and get over there. Uh, but you're not quite lined up to where you could, like, try and, like, lean over and balance and grab the lock while still being in your same out, car. Out of out of curiosity, does uh, Bella still have the iron vest? Uh, I, I would say that she has... Uh, Get, gotten the chance to take it off at least um but she knows exactly where it is would i be able to put it on i let me take a look at how uh well you guys put your characters <laughs> together um bella is where is bella? yeah i was gonna i was gonna uh, say bella is five foot eight finn is six foot um I mean, it's like a full, like, chassis, like, all the way around. Um, it. I don't think hers will work. Okay. I was going to say, if we can get the lurcher over there, the lurcher, we could... Well, that was, that was what I was thinking, was I could put the iron vest on, and then if I... And then have the lurcher pull me back once I've got the door open. Oh, I was thinking get, having the lurcher go to the other train and then help people like the the pewter arms get on board yeah i can definitely um so you're gonna have him try and get on from the heist train yeah the heist car yeah and since he's the lurcher he can pull himself to the train right yep as long as he rolls well enough okay not everybody has to roll fives (laughs) um that lurcher is on the top of the train at the moment sweet do we do we have some metal stuff that we can give like the pewter arms and the lurcher can pull them in? I am not sure what you might have that could accomplish that. What if I just hold on to the iron vest and he pulls me by my arms? Yeah, I think that would work. Uh, I would add another roll into that. It wouldn't be like with uh, Bella getting thrown off where um, you'd have to hold on with your physique. Yeah, I think I, I think I can manage that. Uh, and then it's also up to Bella if she wanted to take it off or if she wanted to keep it on for the duration. Nah, she's good. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, go ahead and... So, like, what what is it that you're trying to accomplish right now, um, Finn? Because the the door will be on the outside where the lock is. So you'll have to find some way to try and get that key. And I'm not sure, unless you're trying to get on the roof for right now. I mean, for now, I'm just trying to get to the car. Cause I'm, uh, I'm, I, I don't think that the gap between them is necessarily so large that you'd, you'd want to encumber yourself holding on to something instead of grabbing onto the actual train car when you jump. Okay, that works. I'll jump then. Um, just, just from like, because then you, then you have the problem of you're still holding on to this thing. Yep. Yep, oh, that I works. I there was a bigger uh, gap. Uh, I would say it's like maybe a four foot gap, five foot gap at most. I mean, I was if it was still if it was, if it was still large enough, I would have 
the idea was the lurcher pulls me over. I toss off the the iron and then uh, climb down to the door, open it, and then jump back across when it's closer. I mean, if you want to get rid of the property of uh, Ringling Circus, that's fine. But I wouldn't want to mess with a force that can convince Belladora to get thrown <laughs> off a train. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, jumping. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a physique worker. Or a physique worker. A physique roll, and I'm going to give you plus one for working closely with these trains and getting to know where, like, areas might be that you could uh, grab onto. That's fives in a nudge. Okay, not everybody has to roll fives. <laughs> um, so you make a leap, and you are actually able to um, use the extra momentum of the car. You do, like, a little bit of a running jump. And so you spring forward and manage to, like, grab on right near the uh, lock of the door, and you won't have to maneuver much to get over there. Okay, I'm going to move to attempt to unlock the door. Uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Um, I'm going to keep it net neutral since you know the trick for getting these to work. You have the key for it, but you are hanging on to the side of a moving train. Fair enough. I was going to see if I could uh, riot his sense of badassness to help him out. I've um, already rolled, so and <laughs> it's fours and two nudges. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I mean, you don't it, need me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fours and two nudges, um, you are able to get that lock off, and um, you are able to catch that lock at just the last second once it springs off before it falls to the ground and rolls away with the train. Um, so you now have the lock in your hand, in one hand, you've been able, it's still got the key in it, and the door is unlocked but not unlatched. I think I'll get the lurcher to help me with that. Uh, what are you having the lurcher do? Uh, help me unlatch the door so I don't have to be holding on to the lock and also trying to hold myself up. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a little more difficult for him to try it with just his... Or are you saying have him climb down, probably, is what you're thinking. Yeah. yeah that's that's the climb. step that I'm missing. Uh, Mr. Run the World Imaginary DM. Great job there. Um, yeah. Uh, and we'll say that we are getting towards the end. Oops, that's not the tool I want. The end of the um, act, and so the train has moved just a little bit closer. Um, he is going to climb down to try and help you, and Clytus, it's about time for you to start moving forward. Um, the lion is released from the cage in the back of the car uh, with a muzzle still on it, and it's being brought forward by two uh, animal handlers uh, behind you as they line up to go. Okay. And... Uh... Clytus makes a very exaggerated miming as if he's sneaking up behind the lion. <laughs> and, and, you know, okay, so you're going to have the lion. Yeah, go the lion's going to go first, and he's going to like be sneaking up behind it, and then you know, putting putting the finger to lips like the shushing motion exaggeratedly to the crowd to make you know like, oh, don't let him know that I'm here. Uh, I'm going to make this a charm roll. All right. Pull up my character. Is that four? Yes. Four. Uh, go ahead and add one for the uh, deceptively efficient, deceptively lackadaisical. Oh. That one has triggered more times than I thought it would. No. Uh, I only got two nudges, so I'm going to spend those to re-roll. 
Nothing. Okay, um, so as you, like, start to do this little sneaking thing, um, the lion stops, and it turns around, and it looks at you, and it, like, kind of cocks its head. And um, the entire crowd laughs, but you can tell that they're more enamored with the lion than they are with you. And uh, Clytus just gives a big exaggerated shrug. And then, uh, are we to the center or we're still on the way? Uh, I think he probably stopped uh, right at the end of this car uh, before getting to the center. And then that's when they coached him over the... uh, there, there's a ramp of gotcha. some sort, um, so it's not just bare space. But um, they, they, they still have to kind of coach him over uh, before they get him on top of the uh, center elevated plinth and hand you a whip in a chair and take the muzzle off of the lion. I'm gonna say that when the like right as the lion stops, like you know before they finish getting him on, Clytus is gonna do like you know the exaggerated shrug, and he's gonna take off his clown cowboy hat try and frisbee it into the center of the ring and then do cartwheels over to catch it before it lands uh which reminds me Clytus describe your clown outfit so I'm thinking like Bozo the clown but with a like parody of a cowboy outfit so he's got the big red nose the big like red painted on smile um you know the white face makeup he's got these big honking uh red shoes but but they're styled like cowboy boots so they're cowboy boots just with really lengthened you know feet and he's got like you know the suspenders like overalls like a farmhand worker would have uh but it's all like blue and white stripes instead of you know flannel and then he's got this mm-hmm. big brimmed hat which Kind of looks like a, a Stetson cowboy hat, except it's got one of those big, like, clown-looking flowers in the middle that squirts out water kind of thing. And I'll, I'll... So it looks like more like an old woman's son hat than, like, a Stetson hat with the big flower in the center Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, beautiful. I love it. Um, Really quick, uh, before you continue with your performance... Um, okay, the audience did not roll fives to notice, so you guys are lucky there. <laughs> um, Finn, as the uh, coin shot starts to try and come down to help you, um, you see him slip and starts to fall uh, towards the bottom of the train, but at the last moment, he is able to uh, lurch himself back up and uh, up onto the uh, roof of the uh, train, and so he was not able to come down and help you yet because he almost took a tumble. Okay. Someone finally didn't roll fives. Yeah. Now, he failed that first roll, but he uh, did not fail the one to catch himself with Alamancy. Hey! Small blessings. Um, then I'm gonna, um... Then I'm going to, while I'm still latched on, I'm gonna at least take the key out of the lock, if I am able to do so, mm-hmm. and tuck it back into a safe spot. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll let you do that without, uh, any, any roll or anything. Okay. And then I'm going to try to, uh, try to, uh, with, hopefully with my arms still like hooked on a ladder or something, uh, try to reach over and grab that, grab that latch to loosen it. Yeah, go ahead and give me a physique roll. 
Uh, I am going to take negative one this time because you're also holding on to the lock. Yep. That is fours and nudge. Uh, yeah, with fours and nudge, door opens. <laughs> um, Finn, Finn unlatches it pretty efficiently and opens this door up. Um, it is one of these sliding doors, and so um, you're going to have to kind of like slide yourself with the door um, to open it. Uh, but, um, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Um, we will go ahead and jump back to Clytus since we're kind of running low on time for this episode. Um, um, Clytus, uh, what would you like to do for your lion act? Um, so the first thing that he's going to do is he's going to, uh, let me ask this. How tame is the lion? Is he one of those that knows he's part of the act or is he wild? And I actually have to like get him in line before he'll do anything. Um, go ahead and give me a spirit roll. Alright. What is that, two? <laughs> oh. Two. Oh, I got threes! Uh, with threes, he is probably middle of the road. Um, he is not a perfectly docile beast. Like, he... The Ringling did tell you not to put your head in this lion's mouth. Uh, but he, he does understand at a certain level that he is part of a show. Um, he has not been treated viciously or cruelly. Um, and you know, they put the, they put the muzzle on him as they walk him out more as a favor to the audience than because it's necessary. Mm, okay. Then, uh, do I know any signals for him? Cause what I'm thinking is like, you know, some kind of signal to get him to know, okay, roar, make a, make a big demonstration. And then he... And then he's going to try and, like, you know, do the usual whip whip thing. Not actually hit the lion, but whip the ground in front of him and, you know, make it look like, you know, he has to be tamed. Um, so I will play it this way. Um, you can go choose to go about it either by trying to rely on its previous training and rely on uh, tips that you've been given for the show. Or if you want to go with Clytus's, uh natural affinity for animals to put on a show, um, I will use a different stat for that. Um, but depending on which approach you use will be determine which stat that I'd use. I'm going to go with Clytus's I'm trying instinct. to make that so obvious. Uh, okay, so I'm going to make that a charm roll, and I'm going to give you plus one for the um where is that written down on your character wrangler uh for the wrangler stunt um so uh give me a roll of five dice sweet ooh only got ones um so with ones um you are able to put on um I'll still let you describe what you'd like to but it's not a very thrilling show uh, because as much as you're trying to like get into a rhythm with it in the way that you kind of are with your some of your horses and that uh, kind of bond you made with Fella, um, you are not able to do this a similar thing here. And so um, at the end of the day, the performance is still just kind of low energy. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say that Kaleidos um, tries to signal to him to roar, but the lion just cocks his head at him like he has no idea what's going on. And then he, like, starts to kind of get it, and he puts out, like, a half-hearted growl. And then Clytus makes this big show of, uh, you know, doing the whip, and the lion just looks bored and kind of just sits down and scratches itself. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, your entire relationship with this lion from start to finish is just antagonistic. Um, this lion understands that it's part of a show enough to understand that you are not its usual master. Uh, so Clytus is absolutely going to have to get a uh, another gym badge before this Pokemon will <laughs> listen to him. Um, it, he's just, yeah, like I said, all around disinterested and antagonistic. Um, you try and use some of the cues uh, that you were given after you've tried to get the show going by instinct, and then he kind of can tell that you're uncertain now at this point, and so he does the opposite of what you want him to do. Like, you make a great show of trying to get him to roll over, and he uh, stands up and scratches himself again. Uh, you pull out a ring, and you try and get him to jump through it, and then he just, like, grabs the ring in his teeth and kind of tries to play tug-of-war with you. Um, it's not a uh, ter terribly uninteresting show. There's still some humor value out of it, but it's not the kind of thriller-focused um, performance that people are usually expecting from the Lion Tamer. Womp womp. Uh, I think at this point the uh, back car has aligned with the heist car, uh, but we are running probably out of time, so unless anybody has something that they really want to get done this week, I think we will call it an episode there. Hey, Another door defeated. <laughs> uh, one three to time. go. Three, one down, three to go. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I, I love this uh, circus on a train uh, concept. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun to execute, and I hope it's just as much fun to listen to. And we will be back again in uh, two weeks' time to keep this train a-rolling. Bye. 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 Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. So can we name this episode Throw Bella Off the Train? <laughs> Cue Always Sunny in Philadelphia title card. The episode where Bella gets thrown off a train. Oh no, I was thinking of I was thinking of a play on Throw Mama Off the Train, which also coincidentally stars Danny DeVito. <laughs>